Hi, fancy meeting you here. I'm Ashley Jansen. I'm a firewife, a boy mom, a dog mom, and a licensed marriage and family therapist in California. Life is often a beautiful mess, and in the midst of struggle, it's nice to know that we're not alone. In this podcast, I hope to meet you where you are, providing hope and encouragement while giving you raw and authentic stories from my own life. I'm excited you're here. Welcome. Uh, gosh, it, it has been a hot minute. Um, my plan was to take the month of May off um, and just with summertime and um, just <laughs> kind of regrouping after everything that's kind of gone down over this the course of spring and with quarantine. And then the world started changing. Um, and so I don't know about you, but I've been exhausted and I've been exhausted in some really great ways, some ways of growing and changing and shifting perspective, thinking about things differently, um, and then just exhausted in the sense of uh, some days feel like Groundhog Day and some days I see the way that the world looks and I get weary and discouraged and think about the the world that my kids are going to be growing up in. And so I try not to go too far down that rabbit hole, but uh, that's kind of where I've been. And to be real honest, I felt like anything that I talked about uh, just it wasn't as important as some of the things that are going on in the world and some of the issues that uh, we as a society are looking at and facing and needing to address. And so um, I just wanted to kind of give space for that and give space to voices that um, need to be elevated and need to be heard. And um, although I really have missed sharing uh, things that are on my mind, um, either through motherhood, our fertility journey, through uh, my life as a therapist and just things that are on my heart, it just it didn't feel right, it didn't feel appropriate. And so um, that's where I've been. I didn't I didn't stop podcasting, I didn't stop sharing, um, but just I'm sure as many of you have felt, it's just been, it has been a season. Um, COVID really changed the way that, you know, we're living. Um, We hadn't really spent a lot of time with friends. My kids hadn't been out of the house. Um, And, you know, as things started to kind of lift a little bit, we became a little bit more lenient um, with leaving the house or um, interacting with, with people. Um, but then, you know, here we are and we're a couple weeks in and things are shutting down again. So, um, yeah, it's just been crazy and things have shifted. Um, you know, we have a lot of things going on with, um, oh gosh, there's just, there's so much, there's so much right now. There's so much to unpack and that's not the goal for today. Um, so I'm going to try to stay focused my goal is to really just say, hey, I, I, I get where you're probably, are, what you're probably feeling or where you're coming from. Um, we have been having a lot of conversations in our home. Um, there's a lot of things that we needed to talk about and things that need to be done. And to be honest, um, I've always thought differently and how I wanted my kids to view um, the world and how they treat others. I, I've always said for me, I mean, obviously 
I have, you know, reasons I've wanted to be a mother, but I want to put good people into this world. Um, and that starts at home. That starts with us as parents. And um, so that's my ultimate goal. Do I want them to be successful? Yeah. Do I want them to, uh, you know, be confident and feel good and all of those things? Yes. But first and foremost, I want them to be kind and, excuse me, kind. Um, and that really starts with us and the way that we raise them and, and the way that we model things for them. And so I want them to be strong. I want them to be kind. I want them to be wise. I want them to be aware. I want them to be loving, accepting, accepting, not tolerant. And I think that's really, really, really important. Um, and I have like this long list of things, but that kindness is, is really high on my list. Um, in fact, I even, I even talk to them in that way of, you know, if, if my oldest is, you know, taking a toy away from my youngest, it's, Hey buddy, like I need, I, I want to see you be kind. I want to see you be caring and like thoughtful and, you know, everything that that encompasses. And, um, so again, my goal for today wasn't to talk about any of the current events going on in the world. Um, and even as I think about it, as I'm talking right now, I can feel, oh, I feel all the feelings. Um, it's really emotional. Um, and as more things kind of get added to the pile, it's something that I'm still really trying to sift through. Um, our world is changing and in so many ways it's changing for the better. Um, just new ways of thinking, new perspective. And I think that's, that's really awesome because I do think it's about time for some of those things. Um, and then there's, you know, new things that are, are being brought to the surface that as a parent is, it's so terrifying. Um, these are things, and what I'm referring to is like, you know, some of the, uh, sex trafficking and things that are, you know, kind of coming up in the news and people that may or may not be involved with that. And, um, in my opinion, and I, I think this goes without saying for so many, but anytime there's, um, anything that happens that threatens the, the well-being of a child, we should all, we should all be <laughs> all hands on deck and, and be ready to combat whatever that is. Um, so like I said, there's so many pieces to that and I don't know that I necessarily am equipped to, I don't ever want it to be, um, about opinion. Um, I always want things on here to be either about, you know, sharing my personal story, um, which isn't an opinion. It's a fact. It's history. It's my history. Um, but the other piece is, is that I want the things that I share to come from a wise place. Um, when I am out in the world and I am trying to learn and trying to understand, um, the different things that are going on, I really try to, um, steer my attention away from, uh, people who are just, I know they're emotional and there's a space for that. Um, but for me to become educated, for me to become, um, knowledgeable in certain areas, I'm looking for wise and, and, um, like information that's like good information. You'll always hear me say that. I am all about where where is the root of that information? Where does it come from? Where does it stem from? 
who wrote it. Um, because let's face it, we, we are in a world where even, even some of that information is, uh, there's a bias, right? Depending on, on who wrote it. And so it's really, really important, especially when you're looking at things like statistics and research. Um, you kind of want to know who wrote it first and foremost, but who, who also paid for that research? Um, unfortunately, that is the world we live in. And so it's really, really important to seek information from, from wise people. Um, for me, that is people who are um, really strong leaders in the community. So that may look like a pastor um, or uh, somebody who is a prominent leader, you know, in the community. Maybe they're not, you know, as high as uh, a senator or governor, but they've really been working um, in that realm for a very long time. Um, and you can usually tell when people are of sound mind or, or wise, um, they're not, they may be passionate about something, but they're not incredibly emotional. Um, the emotional reactivity uh, tends to lead us to opinion, and opinion tends to lead us kind of down a rabbit hole where we get worked up. And I think it's really, really important um, for us, not only as parents, but just as members of society to really look at facts, um, but really where are those facts coming from? And so again, in the midst of change, it's easy to become overwhelmed. There is so much information being pumped at us on, on a daily basis. And for me, part of my kind of sabbatical or break was feeling so overwhelmed. Um, there was a lot of emotional stuff happening. Um, not just with COVID, but, you know, when we have the, the um, systemic racism issues in America and things that are unraveling around that, and there's just so much. It's so easy to get overwhelmed, and it's also easy when we are overwhelmed or uncomfortable for us to resort back to our comfort zone and what is comfortable, right? Um, kind of the way things were being done. Uh, because it's safe and it's predictable. We can't do that, you guys. Like, we cannot, we cannot unhear the things that we've heard. Um, and I, again, this is not about what side you land on, which is just a side note. It's like my biggest pet peeve right now that the media or society, whoever is, is steering the, the boat, um, but they want to polarize us. They want to keep us from seeing all the pieces, right? Um, and just because you're, you know, you, you live on one side from a political standpoint doesn't mean you agree. I guess, I guess to be very specific, just because you vote under a certain label doesn't mean you agree with everything that that label, according to media or according to society, stands for. And I, it's, anyways, that's my tangent. It's just a huge pet peeve I have of, I feel like I'm, I'm so tired of being told what I can believe and what, you know, what I'm supposed to believe based on how I register to vote. Um, so this is a side note tangent, but we cannot go back to the way things were. 
Like we just can't. We can't unhear the things that we've heard. We can't ignore what's happening. Um, and I think honestly, what was comfortable for us, it took away from our ability to love others without condition. Um, and what I mean by that is we kind of allowed other people to, to kind of dictate or to dictate is probably a strong word, but, um, to decide for us, like how we were to view history or how we were to view certain groups of people. And I'm so tired of being told what to think or feel. And I want to, I want to, you know, kind of just soak in my own experience and decide for myself um, based on, you know, my principles, my values, what I know to be true. Um, I don't think that the way that we were doing things allowed us to reflect on our own individual values because we're so easily influenced by the people around us or media outlets or social media or, you know, celebrities or politicians or, you know, Fox News, CNN, in it, CNN, MSNBC, whatever news outlet you listen to, um, talk radio. I think we're just, we are always, I think the intent is really good. We're seeking good information, but please, 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 when you listen to those things, please remember who's paying their salary, who's paying, because it's going to steer the information. Um, I personally do not watch um, any of those things. And like I said, I seek information on my own um, from wise from wise people. Um, I think that the way that things were, and I'm, enc- I'm encompassing everything that has happened since March, right? COVID, um, the issues with with, uh, you know, systemic racism and people of color, um, things that are going on right now with uh, sex trafficking of children uh, and sexual exploitation of children, things like that. I mean, I'm just talking about everything as a whole. I think that the comfort zone we were in left us complacent. Um, and I think if I'm even just talking about COVID, right, our need to, to quarantine or to separate ourselves out, I've, I've seen so much good come out of that. Um, and I know we're kind of embarking on a, a very different experience, um, especially now that we've heard a lot of the schools will not be returning to in-person instruction in the fall. Um, and that's leaving so many, so many families kind of stranded um, and with a lot of feelings. Um, gosh, even as I talk about it, I just, because I work with a lot of working moms and they're feeling it, you know? Um, I think though that the way that we were living, the way we were choosing to kind of allocate our time prior to COVID, um, it was stealing from us. It was a thief of time because we were overscheduled, overworked, over, over doing it, right? Um, and so I've seen so many people reprioritize their lives and they're going to have to do that yet again to incorporate homeschooling. Um, it's overwhelming. It's overwhelming and it's a lot. And 
right now so many of you are kind of feeling that overwhelmed feeling again. Um, I think so many people were hopeful that, you know, COVID numbers would go down and things would start opening up and kids would go back to school and we could kind of resume uh, in our new new way of normal. And I think we put so much hope in that and it's not quite panning out that way. And so that overwhelmed feeling is alive and well. And I want to, you know, just encourage you um, in this moment, if you're feeling that way, it's okay. Um, Give yourself time to sort it out. You don't have to figure it all out today. Um, I know the the rush of trying to figure things out often is just because of our anxiety. Um, So I just think right now we're having to evaluate a lot of spaces in our life. Um, and really thinking about things in a very different way. Um, Not everybody's gonna figure that out at the same rate. So you could have one mama, and I'm talking specifically about kids not going back to school. You could have one mama who is like gung-ho, she's got her house set up ready for homeschool, you know, the little cozy corner with all the signs and all the things. I've seen mamas getting all that ready. Or you could be the, the mom who's just like kind of in a space of denial and really trying to figure out her own feelings or even a family's own feelings around what does this mean? What is this going to look like? How do I work and, you know, teach my kids at the same time? And what are my options? So you may be a mama who doesn't know and you're not ready to make those decisions and you're trying to sort out your feelings at the same time as trying to figure out what your options are. And that's perfectly fine. Um, it's just, it's just hard. So I think if anything today, I just want you to know that you're not alone in, um, the overwhelmed feeling and I don't have the necessary answer for you specifically because each of you have a different set of circumstances. Um, For me, you know, I'm a working mom, um, but I don't have school-aged children yet. My oldest was um, signed up and and supposed to be going to preschool this fall. Um, We don't know what that's going to look like because obviously, as so many of you know, preschool is, or school in general, um, is not really happening, especially in person. Um, And so I'm kind of in a space of of grieving that a little bit too because he's so ready and so he needs it Um, and they can just provide him kind of the space and and engagement with other kids which is so essential for his development at his age um, that he can't necessarily get at home and so I am in that space too I know it's very different than I'm not you know, having to teach him necessarily, but, um, so I can't give you, you know, the remedy for your specific situation, but what I can tell you is that what you're feeling right now, whatever that is, maybe you're ready and you're like, okay, I'm going to attack this homeschool thing and you're feeling confident about it. Like good for you. That's awesome. Somewhere out there is a mama who is not feeling that way. Um, or someone who's kind of in between, like 
they're kind of, okay, like, I know I can do it, but, like, there's that, like, hesitance, you know, that I don't, I don't know if I want to. Like, this isn't what I signed up for necessarily. Um, it's okay, too. I just want it to be okay, however you're feeling, wherever you're at. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at. Um, and I wanted to get on here and let you guys know I'm still here and I'm still going to be sharing stuff. I have boatloads of notebooks with ideas and, um, thoughts and things that, you know, has been put on my heart over the course of the last few months. And those are all things that I really feel, um, are important, but gosh, sometimes you just have to like take a backseat to the things that are like essential. And right now we're kind of in that sense of survival mode again. Um, and so during this time, when you're trying to figure it all out, um, I think it's really important for us to step into caring for ourselves mentally, emotionally, physically, uh, spiritually, whatever, wherever you're at. Um, we should be constantly evaluating um, things in our life. And I know right now you just feel like you haven't, you've been there this, you know, for the last four, five, six months. Um, of a constant state of evaluation. Um, but I do think that there's some, some things, important things that we are doing emotionally, um, that are going to have lasting effects on just everything, the way that we raise our children, the world that they, you know, ultimately are going to grow up in. Um, a lot of that is shaped on the decisions and the choices that we make as parents right now not only how we raise them, but what we model for them. Um, so in that, I think it's really important that um, we do things for ourselves. Um, yes, this is your, your self-care reminder in the midst of busyness. Um, and it's like a busyness for your mind. Um, but it is really, really important because honestly, we cannot sustain... Um, just kind of the, the overload without taking care of ourselves. And so I just have a couple of suggestions, just like a check-in for you to kind of think about. We may not think of these things as self-care. Um, honestly, you've probably heard me say it in previous podcasts, but I hate that word or that phrase, um, but it's, it's truth. So um, a couple of things that you can think about um, and kind of check in with yourself on how you're doing. So number one, first and foremost, what is your sleep routine? Uh, our sleep habits affect our mental health. So it's super, super important to be addressing um, any issues of sleep. And I often refer to this in, in, in my practice as sleep hygiene. You'll hear that. Um, and so what does that look like? You know, checking things like, what time do you go to bed? Do you go to bed at a consistent time? What's the temperature in your room like? Um, do you have any light that's being emitted from cell phones or TVs or all of those things affect our sleep, right? And it is a kind of a double-edged sword. If we don't sleep, it's going to create issues for us in how we handle stressors, you know, in the following days. Um, so if you're overtired, you're not sleeping well, um, that unrest can compound the stressors. So 
check in on your sleep routine. What does it look like? Right, do you have anything consistent? I know in summertime it's kind of hard, especially with kids because it stays lighter longer. Um, do you have a wind down routine at the end of the night? Um, is there something that you can do? Get off social media, you know, an hour before you start that wind down routine. Um, there are lots of suggestions. Um, but sleep definitely impacts our emotions and it impacts our mental health. So because we're in this place of making, you know, emotional decisions, um, or just even decisions, important decisions that tend to be emotional, it's really, really important to evaluate your sleep and how you're doing with that. Um, nourishing your body, put good foods in your body. Um, you should treat yourself to some indulgences, but if you find that that becomes more common and, and you're not nourishing your body with foods that are good and they're whole, um, you know, that's going to impact you. I feel like the older I get, um, and this is just me, you know, being transparent, but like, for instance, I love ice cream. It does not love me. Uh, dairy does not love me. And for so long, I used to just ignore that. Um, and, and I would eat it because, right, I wanted it and I needed to satisfy that thing uh, for myself. And as I've gotten older, I've just realized, like, I need to do things to honor my body. Um, and I don't like when I don't feel well. It took me a really long time to figure that out of, like, just say no to the ice cream. Um, but I have found a really good alternative. And now it's just easier because for me, you know, not nourishing myself in that way has a pretty negative impact. And I just, I'm not in that space anymore. I don't want to do that to myself. So that's, you know, one little thing that I, I have done. Um, but nourishing yourself is really, really important. Um, all of this, everything I share with you is going to affect our mental health, right? So then it's going to have an impact on our relationships and the decision-making that we, that we have to do. Exercise does wonders for mental health. Um, and it's often the last thing people try. I'm not going to bore you with the, the biochemical experience of what exercise does to your brain and how it affects and impacts anxiety and depression, um, you can look that up for yourself, but it's, again, it's one of the last things people try and it really does help. Um, so especially if you have like a big decision to make, I always like to like go for a brisk walk or like if I'm upset about something, I usually go for a walk. There's something about moving your body that helps kind of move through those emotions. Um, so exercise. Limit time on social media, news sites. It's so good to stay informed, but we can be overwhelmed and weary with all the information. Again, check your news sources. You will always hear me say that, but be informed with credible sources. Um, and you have to decide for yourself what, what is credible. Um, for me, uh, just something I learned, you know, in college and in grad school of like, Who's, who's paying for that research, who's, you know, who's buying that because that's kind of where the bias tends to lean. Um, and so seeking wise information is also really, really important, especially in times like these. Um, 
so and when we grow weary we need to rest um sometimes when we feel this way we want to give up and sometimes when we feel overwhelmed we want to shut down um the answer is not to give up it's not to ignore push away walk away um the answer is to rest and to give ourselves space um, and time to allow for things to shift and change. And sometimes that doesn't happen right away. And I know as, as a whole, we're, we tend to be very impatient people, um, especially in a, a quick, quick fix society. Um, but spend time thinking about decisions that you have to make or you know, journaling about feelings that you have. Journaling is a great tool. I know it's not for everybody, um, but it can really help you clear your mind. Um, so even if it's something you do before bed, say you go to bed and you're feeling overwhelmed, you've got a list of things that you need to do the next day, um, but you keep thinking about all those things. Sometimes it's helpful to just write all of that down, close the book, and it clears your mind so that you can go to bed. Um, but also journaling, just in general, is really helpful. Um, so, again, I just wanted to pop on here and tell you all I'm still here. And um, like many of you, just trying to figure out what what is what does this all look like. And day by day, things are changing. And so, um, but if we can kind of just, you know, get down to the basics, make sure we're taking our care of ourselves through this time so we can take care of our kiddos and our families and our households and our jobs and all the other responsibilities that we have. Um, it really does make a huge difference. So I hope that you guys are all doing wonderful. I really have missed being on here and sharing. Um, and so uh, I will probably be getting back on here at a more regular basis um, very soon, um, like within the next month. But really wanted to take this time to be responsible with my thoughts and responsible with uh, my storytelling and give space and voices to people that, that need to, to share uh, because this is their time. So um, thank you all for listening and I hope you make it a great day. You've been listening to the Fancy Meeting You Here podcast. If you love this episode or any of the ones you've listened to, the best thing you can do is share it with someone who you think would like it too and would feel encouraged by the things that are shared. Although I'm a licensed therapist, the information you hear is not diagnostic. It is for informational and educational purposes only and should not be used as a replacement for psychotherapy services. Thank you for listening.